Now entering Nerdist.com. Asex nerds. Sandra Doherty here. Um, it's anal August. Were you aware? I realize that I haven't done a butt-centric episode yet. I will be teaching Booty Basics in D.C. this Friday, August 15th. That was not planned that I would say that there, but that's a thing. Every month is anal August, maybe, depending on who you are. Um, stuff. Hey, so this episode is the second part of a really fun live show I did in Portland recently. So if you haven't listened to the first part, there will be some callbacks to that episode. So you might want to check that one out first, but it's up to you. Also, there will be a very large sex toy that is referenced at the very beginning and I didn't explain what it looks like so if you don't you can't google its name imagine a small black bowling pin where the motor of how it moves is in the base um and I am gripping the 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 top part of the bowling pin so anyway just imagine that um and it's plugged in you'll get the rest in just a minute so Hold on tight. But I felt bad because if you can't see it, then you won't know. You can imagine with your fantasizing part of your brain. Um, oh, also, uh, thank you to Amy Miller, the comedian who came out. Um, you heard her stand up in the last episode. And I forgot to thank her at the end of this episode. And I felt bad. And then we were cut off with our recording. So I didn't. I did thank her. But you can find her at amymillercomedy.com and on Twitter at, at Amy Miller. So just so you know. Now. I do have a bunch of dates uh, coming up, uh, and I wanted to tell you about them real quick. Tomorrow night, I'm hosting a live show in D.C. on erotic hypnosis. Uh, I just met my first, well, the first person I knew did erotic hypnosis uh, at Sex Geek Summer Camp that I was just at. It was so much fun. I'm still kind of sick, but hey, because I was sick a couple episodes ago. Guess what? Comic-Con crud? Totally still a thing, kind of. Boo. But... I met a lot of amazing people, including uh, Erotic Hypnosis Dude, who gave me some background, which is making me even more excited about tomorrow night, because I'm realizing that within the concept of what it means to hypnotize or put someone in a trance are a lot of skills around um, seduction. And so I'm doubly excited now for tomorrow night. Anyway, that's in D.C., so if you live close or you know someone there, that starts at 8 tomorrow at The Pinch. All the information is at sexnerdsaunder.com. Friday, August 15th, as I mentioned before, celebrating in August, Booty Basics in Alexandria at Lotus Blooms, also near D.C. Now Los Angeles. Hi. I will be back in you at the end of August. August 26th, I'm teaching Boning 101. It's the first time I'm teaching it in Los Angeles. It is all the fundamentals for fantastic sex that I, I wish everyone knew. So that is at the LA Academy of Sex Ed in Hollywood. You can get tickets on brownpapertickets.com or you can go to my website for more info. Um, Austin, I'll be in you. Sorry, still don't have info. And then New York Comic Con in October. October 10th, I'm, I'm teaching Boning 101 in uh, New York as part of New York Comic Con Super Week. Very fun. Um, oh, and I might be teaching in San Francisco mid-September, but I'll, I'll let you know about that next next week. Um, okay, you guys. I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. It's, it was really silly. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you something. I, I'm sorry to blabber on. I do want to clear the air on this. Um, if you have come to one of my live shows, uh, or if you've if you kind of followed my travels um, this last year and a half, you may have noticed 
that my prices have changed for live shows and they've actually gone down. Um, I have never known how to put on live shows. I've not been that person in my life. And, but there was a need and a, and a want for that sort of thing. And so I have learned. So I have started reducing my prices down to around 15. But of course, depending on where I travel, I may have to raise or drop my prices for to cover and help me, help support me go to places. But now that I'm learning to trust you guys and that you'll come out and support and we can all high five together. I, I just hope there isn't any ill will about the fact that those prices have changed from the last times I did shows in DC. I felt bad about that, but you know, I'm learning and I want fair pricing so more people can access my shows. Um, yeah, because it's fun. Okay, so that was me clearing the air. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate you. Um, and let's enjoy the rest of the live Portland show with Erica Moen, the inventor, creator, artist of Oh Joy Sex Toy and comedian Amy Miller. Thank you. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra podcast. Whoa, what are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Erica, if she felt comfortable to bring something that she has reviewed on one of the comics. Can anyone guess what that toy might be? Does anyone have anything that comes to mind that's a little... Coxie? Cocksleeve. Cocksleeve. <gasps> the bad dragon one? Okay. That, that was actually fast. really fun. I, bad dragon is... I want to meet those people sometimes. I mean, it's like dragon penises and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Shamu penises. Yeah, I didn't review that one. Oh, okay. No, actually, when they contacted us, they were like, can we send you something? We were like, yes, nothing that exists in real life. No animals based on real-life animals. <laughs> like, I'll review a dragon dick. I will not review a horse dick. Only I fantasy. Yeah, fantasy bestiality. It's like, you know what you like. <laughs> All right. I have something in this bag that you gave me, and I haven't looked at it yet. Am I okay to touch it? Even yes, you are okay. okay to touch it. Did we get an extension cord? No, I totally, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but it's okay because we have other things to talk about. But what? This is called the what? This is the Orgasmatron. Okay. And I've never met this before. This looks like, I don't, like a something you fight someone with. Oh, but I can, I feel like there's a motor inside. It's, listen, Later on, when we find an outlet, oh, I have to turn it on for oh, you because snap. you can't appreciate it until it's been turned on. Okay. There's a lot of power things happening here and a button. Oh, yeah. So this is a sex toy? This is the thing? This is the thing. This is the thing. What there's, is it? There's an attachment in there as well. Wait, I don't understand. What does it do? Because I couldn't quite figure it out from the... Your, oh. Okay. Wait, okay, so this goes... Like, like the Hitachi has... Okay. Ah. Oh. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So this is one of three attachments. It has a hat, someone said. Now, the thing about the Orgasmatron is it's not a vibrator. A vibrator creates vibration, which you can only feel through a certain level, uh, a certain number of layers of your skin, and then the vibrations kind of like they can't penetrate further than that. Okay. This guy is a gyrator. Okay. And it gyrates. And I don't know, like, here, give this a shake. You're going to feel a weight yeah, in there. I, so it's got really off kilter. Oh, there's a police person yeah. outside. <laughs> um, now okay, this thing, yeah. When you, uh, it, it needs, oh, wait, oh, oh, we have an extension cord. Oh, shit. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Dante's is fantastic. I really like them here. Great. I need to. Okay, no, it's cool. This is very exciting. Let's all just objectify Erica for a second. Yeah, I'm talking. Does that still count? Oh. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm so scared right now. Okay, so this is like this weird club shaped. All right. It's like an upside down. Now you hold on to it real tight, okay? Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. And you want to hold your arm out so they can really see this? Okay, all right. right. I'm ready. Uh. Oh. Oh my god! Look at her arm! Do you see this? Look at that! It's shaking a lot, you guys! Like the, the dildo attachment's just like getting wild. Yeah, I'm I don't want to have sex with it. It's scary. So <laughs> the idea is so the clitoris um, is not just that little nubbin on the outside. That is the tip of the iceberg. The clitoris actually is this whole internal structure that's inside your body. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind this is that it, for all you people who are listening and couldn't actually see it, it shakes so hard or it gyrates so hard that it's supposed to penetrate through your epidermis, through down into where the rest of the, the clitoris lies, and just jostle the fuck out of it. <laughs> dislodge it from its slumber. <laughs> just, just <laughs> make it just dislodge and wander right up into the, anyway. So um, this is like a, okay, so it's a, a nub. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, and you just scroll it up and down. Yeah, okay. and so it's got variable speeds. And so you can, uh, it's got this attachment on it right now, which means, like, obviously you can stick this up in your vag and have all that crazy shaking, or... Oh, she just popped it back off. Um, you can just use this and hold this against your cooch. But um, I called it the cunt puncher. <laughs> you right now. <laughs> someone does. <laughs> um, so yeah, this was this was really fun. It was actually, okay, so all my reviews, I was either like, Hitachi wand, does it for me great, everything else is like a little too gentle, a little too soft, and then this one, in my comic, I drew me waving a white flag. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that, it's hilarious. Like, I, I met my match in the Orgasmatron. Oh, you thought you could take on anything, you dirty, I, dirty battle hardened cunt. Oh, that's true, that's true. Well, you know, the guy who made it, um, his wife had, he, he's actually like a physicist. Uh, oh my God, I, I'm really embarrassed, I'm blinking on the name right now. But Mr. Orgasmatron, uh, his wife had said, hey, baby, will you make me a symbion? He was like, I'm going to figure this out. And so he like tried to construct a symbion, uh-huh. and then uh, it, it led to him constructing this. So this is supposed to be basically a symbion, but that you can hold in your hand and is a fraction of the price of an actual oh, symbion. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe in the green room later, I'll just hump it for a minute just to understand. <laughs> but like... Like that's what I just want like to figure out all my sex stories. I just want all my friends to come over. We can just put condoms and everything. Like let's just figure this shit out so all of us can go home and like watch more Game of Thrones and like not do this anymore. <laughs> like that's all. You ever just want to do them all, knock them all out in one night and just like do them all? Oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh man. Party, party, <laughs> party. Okay. Um. So you don't just cover sex toys though. You also yes. Talk about sex techniques. Yes. 
Which is, I just think is so marvelous. Oh, But I'm also you. a little jelly because jelly, that's how Californians say jealous. I don't know if oh, you're... Oh, we say that know. up here too. Oh, okay, hello. Yeah, no um, worries in jelly. You just recently went to a blowjob class for the first time. I did at Shebop, which is Portland's most adorable sex store. Fantastic. So I have a question for you. Okay. As someone who is taught countless blowjob classes uh-huh. like so many blowjob classes and I love doing it I love teaching all my workshops they're too much fun I have forgotten because I'm just battle hardened on the road what it's like to be in the audience for your first class what was that like like there was a strap I know there was a strap on person in the front yes. getting stunt dicked just like Rah. like what was it like okay well so so first there was the instructor who was uh, I think her name was M. Mikhail Newby or Mooby no, it must have been newbie. Uh, God, I should know this. It's the comic that's up right now, and uh, and she was super outgoing and super gregarious. And then the stunt cock that they brought in was this stunning woman. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll get in trouble saying I this. I hate when my volunteers are super sexy. It's very oh, distracting. My God, no! It's like <laughs> if somebody said, "Erica, write down what your type is," uh, and then they took that description. They're like, "Now we have manifested that person, and they're wearing a strap on, and they're going to be filleted right in front of you." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> uh, so great. Red hair, thick thighs. It was good. Oh it was man, real good. I respect that. <laughs> I respect that really hard. Uh, so anyway, uh, as a passenger in the audience. Uh, it was it was super interesting, actually, because um, like I was really relieved because a lot of what she covered is stuff that's like, oh, good, I've already been doing that. That's stuff I already figured out on my own. And then, um, but then deep throating is something that I have never developed a taste for. It uh-huh. is not something that I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I mean, and it's cool. I, uh, now, I'm not casting judgment on anybody that enjoys it or does enjoy doing it. Like, you guys are awesome total respect for you but for me personally I don't know maybe I have a really small throat I definitely have a terrible gag reflex how far back how, I mean let's let's I mean how far back can you take it not far like two inches one inch half an inch like as soon as it hits the back of my throat as soon as it hits that upper palate I just nope I like to devote a lot of time to the art of my tongue it's you know I like to I like to paint a picture uh-huh. <laughs> it's a tree. It's a, it's a forest. Like, if, if you want some quality time on your head, I'm your girl. Okay. okay but, um, cool. All okay. right. Thank you. All right. Uh, but yeah, deep throating is just not something I was ever, like, had any natural abilities for, natural inclination toward. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I just kind of wrote off as like, okay, that's, that is just not for me. And, um, and she was demonstrating that on her live stunningly gorgeous stunt cock and um and she was talking about different techniques could she actually deep throw could she take the whole thing oh yeah no she was a pro i can't do that in a class i need to be really turned on oh wait you don't actually like oh i put it in my mouth but i'm not gonna be like oh i'm so hungry she went all in wow it was amazing like i think they put a towel down there were fluids going everywhere holy i was sitting in the front row Oh, Splash Zone. Splash Zone. Splash Zone. It was like Shamu. But um, no, it was super impressive. And it was just like, wow, that is a real skill that you have to develop. And um, I, mad props. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, all you guys who can make it out to Portland, go to Shebop for the full-bodied fellatio, the art of giving head workshop. It is fantastico. Oh, and they also handed out dildos in the audience so you could like practice as she was telling you how to do stuff. Okay. 
Okay, I, I debate about this because I don't have people bring cucumbers or anything, none of their produce. But when you have like a hundred people show up for a class, I mean, not in Sheepop. Sheepop's like maybe like 38 or 40 because it's like probably about that. Yeah, it was pretty but, packed. I mean, I usually what happens when I do a blowjob class is people just hold the dildo, even like private, because I do private parties and things. They'll just hold it and like just be in awe the whole time, just like. And so they just hold it. I'm like, you can do this too. And they're like, okay. And they just give me that look. But were people practicing? Well, okay. So I was sitting in the front row. So I wasn't like turning around to watch everybody sucking on their fake cocks. But she did say like, guys, use your fingers. And so she would say like, okay, now try this. Feel in here. Apparently, like there's two different types of people who have uh, their the way their palates have formed. Uh And there's some people that just have it smooth. And there's some people that have this little bump. I'm one of the ones that have the little bump, little which is bump supposed to be like, hair. it's like, I, like all and, just in the middle. Back hair, a little bump. Soft palate or hard palate? A little bump. I don't. I have walnut texture. Yeah. Uh, well, no, there's like know. this this a lump. Anyway, and so she had us all like sticking our fingers in our mouth. I want you to touch my the roof of my mouth and tell me if I have a bump. I just stuck my fingers in my own mouth. Do you? Oh, I don't. Ha- I don't think I. Listen, tell you what, this. we shouldn't fluid bomb. When the right show now. ends, I'm gonna wash my hands, <laughs> and you just tell me if I have a bump. I'm just, I'll tell you if you have a bump. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's friendship. Yes, <laughs> friendship. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I would like to talk about a few things, and this is because I have been to Portland for now two and a half hours or so, <laughs> and I need to work. I need to. I've heard some things about you guys. Okay. How are we doing? Are we doing all right? Yeah? Oh, I'm so glad you came out. I really am. I very much appreciate it. And I hope I get to meet you after. And please, feel free to get up and go to the bar and whatnot. Like, you know, let's just all feel comfortable, etc. But I have questions that need to be answered. Are you with me? Are you here for me? Erica, have you heard that Portland claims to be the strip club capital of the world? Hell yeah. (laughs) There's a lap dance place right next door to this. Yep. Why is it just like I don't I don't understand is the is it a cultural thing like I don't I don't I get real shy in strip clubs I have to admit mm-hmm. but like if you have that many strip clubs for the the ratio of people that live here and I hear it's a small city does that mean that you guys just like do you just love strip clubs like oh, do you yeah. go there for your business Woo! yeah yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. oh, it's protected speech in Oregon. Um, Amy Miller, are you still here? Will you be the most wonderful person who holds the microphone and the power for getting people to to share some stuff? Sure. Yes. Just yes. 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 <laughs> oh. First, I want to give Erica the floor. Do you have a thesis as to why this is a thing? Because then, like, if you have a, a one to two, two sentence I do. Uh, <laughs> hypothesis as to why this is the case, please form it now, and Amy will get you in just a moment. What do you think? Uh, okay, so coming up with a thesis on the spot. Why are give- there so many strip clubs in Portland? <laughs> yeah, Protected give- speech, sure, I get it. <laughs> I've given no thought to this beforehand. Um, I'd say it's because we have a lot of really uh, tattooed, awesome, crazy athletic ladies here. <laughs> Okay. And uh, and I, I guess because uh, oh Portland has 
uh, less lenient laws about strip clubs. So we have full nudity and lap dances, whereas other places it's like topless only or no alcohol. There's or- full nudity and lap dances And here? food. Oh my god, and you better food? believe it. Steak. You can get a $5 steak. <laughs> I Just FYI, I have only been to a strip club a few times. I get real shy, I blush a lot, and I've never had a lap dance in my life. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> We so should go I went, bar hop, bar hop. I went to a strip club when I was in college down in Southern California, uh-huh. and it skeeved me the fuck out. Okay. I was so creeped out I had to leave after five minutes. It was, um, I mean, now I know this is other people's thing. Sorry, I don't mean to be sex negative and hating on your thing, but it was not my thing. Um, but up here, it's like the girls look like people you would bump into on the street. They've okay. got crazy colored hair. They've got tattoos. They've got piercings. And, like... The strippers that I know are really uh, smart, feminist young women who who you can talk to and have a great conversation with. And, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, I totally studied that in college. Yeah, Kierkegaard. Yeah, and, and they can like do that? crazy shit on the pole. Yeah. Holy, oh my God, it's amazing. Um, the, the stuff these women do on the pole is just... It's like Cirque du Soleil. It's like gymnastic. I mean, not, uh, it's like Olympics quality stuff. It's okay. just, you can't believe that a human body can physically do what they're doing. It is just shockingly amazing. And my husband and I go to the strip club and I just sit there with my mouth open, uh, partly because, wow, those girls are real hot, but also partly because it's like, how are you doing that? How you are, are you amazing. Doing yeah. Does anyone in the audience have a hypothesis to share? Anyone? As to why, or a recommendation for where I should go later. Oh, oh my God! Then the hands came up. Amy, get him! Get him, Amy! Yeah. What's your name? Rex. Hey, Rex. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Hi. What do you think about things? I think it's because we have a a very wide spectrum of what's beautiful. Hmm. Thank you, Rex. Someone else has a hand back here. What's your name, sir? Andrew? What's your theory? Well, it's gray here a lot, so pretty much anything that can bring a smile to your face, you're going to take it. Interesting. That's a happiness theory. Oh. (laughs) Anyone else? Hi, my name's Sam. Uh, And actually, Portland has a long history of like a culture of excess back from Prohibition and all that, and so I mean... Part of strip clubs kind of goes along with that. Cultural access, did you say? Culture of excess. Oh. Culture of excess. Oh, we're a whole bunch of those people are up here. We get crazy. Do you have vomitoriums up here too? Just like the romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sexy. Not really. No one else. Yes, yes, yes. These are good. Your name, sir. Uh, hi, I go by Fox. Hi. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, Oregon and Portland, in particular, has always been a very sex-positive place. We have the longest-running drag show in the entire country and we have the country's first nude beach which I believe is Brewster Rock Um, actually I'm not sure if it's true but people have actually said that Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love met in a strip club about five blocks from here, Mary's, which is yes. Oh, really? She wait, she I danced at a club that. here. That's what oh, I yeah. heard. Somebody really? else can yeah, confirm Courtney that. Courtney Love was a Portland stripper. Wait, okay. Where is this nude beach and what is it called? Savi Island. Okay, I want to go to a nude beach. I've never been to a nude beach. I have so much life to live, you guys. <laughs> oh, what, uh, anyone else? Are we good? Okay. Huh, interesting. What do you think? Did, did that, that, that sounds that was good. good. I, you, I just learned so much about Portland. Yeah, me too, actually. Because it's actually really hot right now, so I don't know what it's like most of the year. But is it always like 80 <laughs> no. and then 55? No. <laughs> no. Okay, apparently not. Okay. 
So I have a second question. Um, now that I've gotten to know the strip club situation, um, although because I heard that there was a vegan strip club that I or uh, Erica, do you know? Is it a thing where like I can be like I feel like Latinas tonight? Can I go to the like? Is it like where you're just like let me racially profile the strippers I want? Is it like how is it? Or is it more like I would like salads? Can I go to the salad strip bar? Like how do you differ? Like how do they differentiate themselves from each other? I think food is the, the way the, people would do oh, it. Oh, okay. Actually. I didn't know if you're like, yeah. I feel like Jamaican tonight. Like, <laughs> There's you know, no Jamaicans like, here, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> this is Portland. Aww, I don't know. I have no idea. You should know it's 96% white. Oh, yeah. I don't know the marketing of if you have that much competition. <laughs> the one black guy just got real angry. <laughs> so I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> My best friend is black, I swear. Um, literally she is I mean also Africa Native American but whatever um, oh, she hates yeah. me so much right now um, okay so here's another thing that I have to just clarify okay and Erica you may know this but is everyone okay I, I get it okay oh keep Portland wor- weird I get it like this is where I should live I get that but is everyone in Portland basically kinky here well no okay. no wait <laughs> kind of feels like that but I'm just gonna say right now like my husband and I we are vanilla as fuck okay and it kind of makes me feel like I, I know I do this comic that's talking about sex all the time and people have this image that like oh sexually liberated no inhibitions but it's like yeah, yeah like, like you're horny all the time right right for vanilla oh oh you are horny all the time oh I, that was a joke but now I know <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I know Portland does have like a really good a community for that, even though I'm not a part of it at all. Okay. Um, so I know we've got like our kinky clubs, and Club Sesso has all kinds of kinky shit that goes down. And there's okay. uh, this other guy took me to a a, 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 a kinky club once with oh. my husband and me, and we watched people. Oh man, we watched this go- this guy get his balls kicked. <laughs> I was really into it, but my husband was like, "Nope, we gotta go now." <laughs> I can see that somehow. I can really, I can understand that. Um, Okay, okay, so when I say kinky, I realize, because there's a huge FetLife uh, active community, and thank you uh, to the gent who set up the invite on FetLife. Um, But also, like, on Meetup, there's, uh, like, a Tantra group, and there's Sex Positive Portland. Like, um, the gal who runs Sex Positive LA, it's a lot of... um, like Tantra-esque, ohm, orgasmic medica- uh, medication, meditation folks, also flies up here to do that in Portland. Like, of all the cities in all the world, she also does it in Portland. I'm like, really? Hmm. Of all the places? So you got that going. Um, we've got uh, the Kinky Salon is here. Woo! Oh, oh, woof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Love Tribe is a thing that I heard about. Love Tribe. And Club Sesso, I found Club out Sesso. about that. Um, but there's just all this, like, I mean, you know, do we have Tantra people in the house? Hey, okay, never mind. It's okay. (laughs) I also realize that when I holler out at people in a crowd, like, yeah, you don't want to tell everybody that. Although this, if you're going to flag, this is the place to flag for stuff. What is it about Portland that draws, because it's very active communities, at least online. Does anyone have, anyone out there have any theories about that? Oh, gentlemen in the front. Oh, uh, Amy's right. running. I'm Amy's coming. Running. Yeah, she's, she's gonna get you. She's gonna get you hard. <laughs> oh, that's What's your name, sir? Uh, Jonathan. Um, 
it, it, you're here for summertime. It's very nice here. Mm-hmm. Winter sucks. Okay. It's terrible here, winter. Yeah. So if you're going to draw us out of our homes, we need to know what we're going out for. So these are all clearly defined. This is what we're getting together to do. And once you start doing that, suddenly you become very aware that you're not the only one who wants to do these things. And so now we're all very happy to share. Interesting. So you really just need to like clarify your t- intentions to grab people to, to come to your cause. It's fucking. It's all just it's fucking. All fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? Did you pretty much nail it? Oh, oh, we got two more in the front, actually, unless you got some people in the back. Oh, oh. What's your name, oh. sir? I'm just speaking from experience on my dating profile on OkCupid. And it's a good place to start. Every, everybody is up front about what they don't want. Okay. And you'll have people that'll clarify, no poly, no kink, everything like that. It's just enough awareness that people are calling out, I want this, I don't want this. It's just calling it out everywhere. And okay. I mean, sure, I mean, you're not going to see that on eHarmony, but on OKQ, I mean... No, you're not. It, there, it's just enough awareness. They're going to call it out. That's what they want. And it's, you know, you're not going to see it at your next door neighbor's house, maybe, but just everybody's conscious about it and, and uh, open enough about it. Okay, so people are good about setting their boundaries there? Is that a general... I mean, not generalized too much since it is a city, but, <laughs> but there seems to be a culture of setting up your boundaries. That's well, so funny because I think of Portland as super passive-aggressive. Oh! And Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of truth feelings in Amy's uh, stand-up set about that, like just pushing it down. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question? And everyone yeah. a question? It's me, Amy. <laughs> you gave a very mouthy person a microphone, with them, by the way. Um, What's up? I was just in San Francisco last weekend, and I learned about the threesome app, iPhone app. Is this here yet? Do we all know? Are we starting it right now? What is it no. called? Someone back here knows more. it? It's just an iPhone app to find threesomes in whatever, like configuration that you want, either to guest star or have a guest. Wait, so... What's the name? I need the name. It's called Threesome App. Oh! Will someone please look that up on their phone immediately? (laughs) That's hot and terrifying, because if if you know me, threesomes are not generally my thing, so I'm, like, scared of them a little bit. Oh, my. Yeah, oh, my. They're my favesies. Oh, really? (laughs) They are your favesies? My favesies. Why are they your favesies? Because... Like, I've got so many holes. <laughs> They're not going to fill themselves. That is so funny. Okay, I have never had a monkey in the middle threesome. So You've never that been is... Eiffel Towered? <laughs> no, no high fives above my head. Um, oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness, we've got the app here. Three... It's like Ender, but with a three instead of an E. Thren... Three Ender? Wait, I need to... Made... made easy. Three N D E R. Threender. And there's a, a questionable icon. Oh, uh, I think yeah, the grinder okay. people made it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. of course they do. Did. Oh, very cool. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. How exciting. So threesomes are your favesies. No, I like, if I'm going to be in a threesome, it's accidentally, and it's because they really needed me to help with something. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, got a hand in here and a hand in there, and I'm like, oh, this is a threesome. Oops. <laughs> then it's fine. But, like, before that, I'm just like, oh, God. Like, if people are like, you want to be our unicorn? I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I'll watch your, your <laughs> I'll watch you bone a unicorn. <laughs> That's different. Um, but... 
Okay, last question, and I need everyone's help with this. And you especially, since you know about Club Sesso. Okay. Have you been to Kinky Salon? No. Okay. If anybody in the audience knows anything or have been to Kinky Salon or Club Sesso or know a third option, this Saturday night, I know that there is a Kinky Salon going on and there is a Club Sesso party going on, and I can't decide which one to go to. I, Sesso? I need, I need you to uh, plead your case. Is the microphone, Amy, are you out there? With a, I'm here. We need a, I, I need help. Will you help me figure out which sex party to go to on Saturday night? <laughs> I need to figure it out. Oh, wow, really, I have no idea. I haven't the slightest Hi. clue which one to go to. Uh, my name is Larry. Sesso um, is a really professionally run organization. It's got a lot of money, a lot of facilities behind it. They've got okay. a really good reputation in town. It's Ron Jeremy's club. It's Ron Jeremy's club, but you can get past that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's very sweet. He, he, he seldom comes by. Ever. In name only. Whenever I see him at things in Los Angeles, he's always falling asleep. So, I mean, like, I, he seems like a very nice man. He seems like a gentleman, really. If, if you were Ron Jeremy, wouldn't you be asleep by now? <laughs> he would be very tired. He's done a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. So, but, like, what about Kiki Salon? Like, are the, I mean, does anyone give, give me a little, give me, some, give me something? I just heard things. So, uh, Kinky Salon is a queer and body positive, kind of free sexual expression event. They have uh, events in San Francisco, Portland, uh, okay. I think in Texas, a couple other places, and it's all volunteer run. It's uh, just a really cool thing. I will be doing a dirty mime routine for that event. So. What? Oh, to, yeah. On Saturday? Wait, that's, hold on. Yes, on Saturday night. Oh my god, Did you my say, dream come true. It's pretty great. Did I you say mime? Dirty mime routine. Like, like mime? Like, as in, you know, clowns that don't talk, but are engaging in sexual positions, because hilarity. <laughs> What's your name, or your pretend name? Hi, my name is Sam. Sam? Hi. Hi, Sam. Oh, my pretend name. Um, so, our, our, it's, it's Frenchie and Beso. Okay. Because I'm white, I get to be the Frenchie. Um, <laughs> Beso apparently means to kiss in Spanish. Is that right? Or so? Okay, so yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, sure. That's, that's the other person. And uh, there's going to be some other cool events for the cabaret, which is the like event portion of it. But it's a really cool self-expressed place where you can uh, get naked or not um, and just have fun. Okay, okay is there penetration? But wait. Well, but there's more. The theme this month is America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I can't get behind that. There's just nothing sexy about that one. I want to go to Kinky Salon. I want to seduce you to come too. It's fucking America. I can't. I don't know. I mean, I'm as patriotic as they come. The world. But I have never been to a swinger club before. And I guess, I mean, like, Kinky Salon, is it? I mean, I like themes so much, though. I really do. Do you like themes that are Okay, wait, when is the Kinky Salon thing? They're both Saturday night. Okay, so I've been to Club Sesso a few times. Oh! <laughs> and it's, it's very hit or miss for my husband and me when we've gone there. Okay. Um, and it's like, some nights have been super awesome, had a super great time, and other nights it's just been like, I feel really out of place, I feel really awkward, and... Um, I mean, my husband is 28. I just turned 31. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of on the bit younger side. And Club Sesso is usually kind of like for people who have been married for a while. Okay. And they're kind of in their middle age. And mm-hmm. now they're starting to swing a bit. And that's not quite what my husband and I are, which is cool. Okay. And I'm glad that exists. But it definitely, like, we don't feel like we fit in there. Are you being targeted? Like, hey, you want to be a unicorn? Leave that guy. Well, I mean, I'm cool with that. But I just, like... Oh. 
I'd rather it's people who are within my age range. I see, I see, I see. Okay, um, this is a better question. This is really the heart of what I care about. What's better people watching? Kinky Salon. Kinky Salon is better people watching? I mean, I can go see nuts getting kicked any day of the week, <laughs> but I, I want to see people going at it. Listen, I tell you what. Oh, I don't have any plans Saturday. <laughs> What are you saying, Eric Amon? I want to check out Kinky Salon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of... Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm done now. We figured it out, Amy. We did it. Can I go? (laughs) Yeah, yes. No. Yes. You seem unsure. I I don't care anymore. (laughs) You got to work for it. No, I'm... Yes, I just got insecure. Like, I wouldn't be cool enough to hang out with outside of entertainment. <laughs> you seem really awesome. Okay, anyway. Come. Yes, and come. Um, okay, so it's Kinky Salon then. All right. Every, just everyone, just all together. I've never done this before. On the count of three, let's do just a group high five up in the air. One, two, three. High five. <laughs> that was highly satisfying. Yeah, it was. Did you feel that? I like that. Ooh, that was good. Okay. Um, now, we ha- I have had a fantastic time talking with you. We have. Um, but does anyone have any questions that are burning in their heart's desires before we wrap up and start, like, chilling and blasting music and, and looking at merch and stuff? We have a question over here, and then I have a question in the back. I see, I see a few hands. Sandra, who's Hi. that on your shirt? I don't know. My best friend who happens to be African-American. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. This is kind of for Erica. Okay. Um, I recently started an autobiographic webcomic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, uh, that was fantastic. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, being single and having an autobiographic webcomic is a really great combination, by the way. <laughs> hey, I'm going to talk about all my deepest, darkest secrets, and then, oh, you make a webcomic. Can I read it? <sighs> Maybe. Um, but... I would really like to talk about sex positivity because it's an important part of how I feel about, you know, the world. But it's scary. Let me ask. Mm -hmm. Are you gainfully employed? Yes. Do you intend to continue to be gainfully employed? Maybe. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I started talking about the shit I talk about as a teenager. I've made my bed. I, I don't have a choice now. Like, I, I mm. couldn't go back to being gainfully employed because you can just Google my name and you can see my tits on the internet and I'm cool with it, but I don't think employers would be. You can? Right. So, I, as much as I love seeing sex-positive <laughs> autobio comics, and that is my favorite genre of comics, <sighs> there are real-life consequences. Mm. And if you want to continue to be employed, if you want to continue to have friends... Um, Use a pen name. <laughs> well, it's already too late for that, and I've only shown my butt so far. Okay. <laughs> well, and half of my penis once, but that was. Which half? Uh, yeah, yeah, the left half. side. The left side. Oh, yeah. I did not think about that one. I was imagining like nuts only or something. Well, I imagine your boss thing. is like, "Hey, so uh, I saw a drawing of your dick on the internet." And you're like, "Oh, well, it's just the left side." Right. It's like, right. That's cool. It's cool. It's totally cool. Carry on. It was like an x-ray thing. Uh I don't think anybody really even noticed. But 
they noticed, dude. They noticed. He's very left-leaning. Any other questions? <laughs> Did you have a question over here? Pizza mouth. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, on the uh, on the podcast that you did with Danielle Corsetto, you yeah. talked about um, a really funny stories of like going to kink parties and being like, "Oh, thanks, I got my hooves at like kinkwarehouse.com," and you're like, "Actually, I was just trying to like be cute and horny at you or something." I, I was wondering if you have any other um, like like breaking too much of the fourth wall uh, funny kink stories. <laughs> Wow, that really puts me on the stop. Um, the, the, I don't even know. Um, Spot. Yes. No, ask after the Saturday. <laughs> ask after the Saturday. Any more breaking the fourth wall, like being really honest about my personal experiences at... Oh. Or are we going to talk about Danielle Corsetto? Do you know Dirt Uncanny and Danielle? Let's just talk about Danielle. Nah. Wait, do I know Danielle? I mean, I know you know. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's wonderful. She's my, she's my sister from another mister. Oh, very cool. So what was your... Wait, I'm confused now. Do you have funny kink stories? Do I have funny kink stories? That's I what mean, she asked. Yeah. I mean, I don't think of them as funny. I just think of them as, oh, that thing that happened. Um, yes. But this is... I, I need more context than that. Like, my, my urge to share my personal experiences in sexuality usually come from it being a teaching moment. Like, I don't, I'm not an exhibitionist naturally where I'm like, you guys, I totally got laid last night because what happened? Like, you totally put it here and there and the other ways. <gasps> Twice. You know, like, I just, I don't have the urge to do that. So, like, it doesn't naturally come out of me. Like, I'm like, I need to tell everyone about this. So, you have to, like, ask me, like, hey, I really need to, like, you know, tug on some balls. Like, do you know anything about that? Like, and they'd be like, well, this one time. And then, like, you get, like, a half hour story, you know? Okay. So, I don't have anything to tell you right now. Sorry, and thank you. Vienne, do you? Uh, <laughs> so this one time, my husband and I went to a kink place, and I got to watch this guy get his balls smacked around, and it was fascinating. And I really wanted to, like, he was, he was cool with anybody just coming up and, like, taking a whack. And I anybody. Kind of, anybody. Like, the, you could just line up to smack his balls or kick them gently, like, so you don't hurt, hurt them seriously. Um, and I really enjoyed watching that, but I did not actually take part. Interesting. Uh, one of the, I think the first time I ever went, and this never happened again. It was like one of the saddest things ever. But the first time I went to a dungeon, there was a woman sitting with like a full latex outfit on, but with various areas of her body um, exposed for, through the suit. And she was blindfolded, and there was a sign that says, Touch me, any, uh, touch me anywhere that's exposed. And I so wanted to go up and play with her, but I was with a monogamous partner at the time, and I didn't have my voice yet to be like, "Can I just go over and tweak her nipples or something?" Like, and we—I'm sure if I had spoken up, he would have been like, "Uh, yes, and can I?" You know, like we would have gone over and used her as like an instrument of like, you know, like I'm sure we, she probably had like earplugs in too, so she couldn't have heard us. Like, it would have been so fun. Okay, so when my husband and I went to Club Sesso for the first time, uh-huh. there was this real sweet-looking guy who was in, like, a button-down shirt and khaki pants, and he had a collar around his neck and a leash leading off to it, and he was leaning on the bar, and, and the leash was right there, and there was a sign that said, pull my leash, do whatever you want to me. And I, like, there was a part of me that really wanted to go up and, like, give a yank and, and see how that would go, but I didn't because it's like, no, he wants, like, an actual dom who knows what she's doing, and I'm just like... Some asshole is like, <laughs> yank. <laughs> but, uh, Guess what? That's what a dom sometimes is. <laughs> sometimes. 
Um, but it was honestly like it was one of the sweetest things I'd ever seen because Aww. he was just he was sitting there and he had like this little smile and he was just kind of like kept looking over his shoulder like seeing music and <laughs> the beat and it was it was really endearing honestly very cool um, I was at a kink club in San Francisco once and I was with someone that was they their energy was more dumb but like we weren't specifically in that kind of arrangement. And the, we were chatting with this couple, and she was collared and had this leash, and he was holding it, and then he had to go get them drinks. So he's like, Will you, do, would you mind hold, holding her leash? And I said, sure. And so I was holding it, and I was looking at her, and all I wanted to do was be dominant with her and be like, ah, oh, get down, you know, like something. But, and I just, I just knew that it would be disrespectful as I didn't have his yeah. permission to be her dominant. Uh-huh. Like he's like, yeah, dom or whatever. But he's like, could you hold her leash? Yeah. Which is in itself a little bit of a submissive <laughs> thing to put me in. Like, <laughs> yes, sir, I'll hold your leash. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, but I just like I could feel this dominant energy come over me and wanting me to do horrible, wonderful things to her. And I was like, oh yeah, it's cool, whatever. <laughs> just holding your leash. I'm learning about myself. <sighs> But anyway, that's the kink that goes inside my heart. So, thanks for asking. Any other questions? Are we, are we doing? Oh, we have one in the back. Here. That flaccid black um, butt plug sleeve. thingy. Yeah? Have you or anyone tried to put it inside your vagina? No, no, it hasn't gone anywhere near my bits yet. I just stare at it sometimes. Do you think it would work inside of your vagina too? I don't see why not. Yeah, I totally think so. I think that in terms of, like, there are very few vaginal plugs on the market. Most things just fall right out or just work their way, way up. And uh, the only place that I know that makes vaginal plugs, like, went out of business a while ago. So ergonomically, I think the stem needs to be longer for it to really stay vaginally, for it to just, so that it doesn't flaccidly just, like, start working its way out. But will it work for, like, some penetrative action? Yeah. Rex... Sandra. As you claim your name is, I uh, I would say yes, yes. Listen, all What's it I called know again? is a that nature times, finds yes. a way. Nature finds a way. <laughs> One of my favorite moments with my own vagina was realizing that it's basically a pocket I could put anything in. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> like oh, I get it now. Like it was so <laughs> that cool. moment of discovery. Yeah, I was like, I could put drugs in there. <laughs> like I could put. <laughs> anything in there um so yeah why i feel like you're like figuring something out back there like do you have like an after party plan (laughs) yeah i think you should bring several of those i want to try one this will not be my last time to portland We, we, we need to just have a sex lab party where i'm like perched in the corner with some binoculars just like looking at everyone don't mind me I'm a voyeur. Um, for reals, my husband and I do have a guest room in our house. She said for reals. I'm just saying. That was straight. That was for reals right now. You just made it real. Listen, I'm being for reals. I, we, we need to text more. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Fine. I'm sure your hubby is in the crowd somewhere here. Fine. No, he's not. Oh. That's why I can talk about threesomes not get in trouble. Oh. Do I need to edit that out? Check in later. <laughs> okay, I'll check in later. Okay, you check in. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Very cool. Okay, all right, okay. Um, putting it in the back of my head, I will be uh, listening to this later, and then I'll think about that. Um, 
I have had a fantastic time with you, Erica. Aww. Like, this has been great. You're marvelous on stage. Thank you for coming out. Oh, you're fabulous. Thank really you. really appreciate it. Will you be around after near your merch table chatting and showing people your tentacle porn and dar? I will be at the merch table showing people my tentacle porn dar. <laughs> How much are your books, by the way? I don't actually own them. I'd like to get a pair. My books are $15 each. Okay. Awesome. That's very cool. I'm totally worth it. That's like so much of your life in there. Holy oh, yeah. Shit. Six years of my life in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, and um, if you are interested in Sex Nerd Sandra merchandise, I have Sex Nerd totes for 15 bucks. I have a limited amount of sizes. I don't have all the sizes in right now uh, for 20 and 2 bucks for a sticker, which actually looks really great on my journal and different things, so I'm like really proud of the stickers for 2 bucks, and then you get 3 for 5 And if you want to put them on street signs in Portland, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, thank you so much to Erica. Where can people find you in the world? You can find me on ojoysextoy.com. Okay, excellent. And uh, thank you to Dante's Life. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you to everyone who showed up this evening. I hope you stick around, grab a drink, hang out. I'll be probably chilling over in the other area. Uh, my name is Sex Nerd Sandra. I've got a Nerdist.com podcast every hump day, generally. Thank you. And uh, as we say on the podcast, go team fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Now leaving Nerdist.com.